Hi, friend. Thank you for joining us at Pasture Experience Podcast. This podcast, inspired by Psalm 23, is a safe space to be honest with yourself, experience the Trinity on your own pasture journey, and join our soul-nourishing conversations wherever you are on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you feel encouraged and known. Today, we're talking about finding Him as the answer while we look for all the other answers. So I am a soul who wants to have the answers. I feel really embarrassed when I don't. Uh, I feel small. I feel weak. Um, I don't know about you, (laughs) but it feels good to have the answers, right? Um, But what I'm learning so much of is that there's so much freedom in saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. Life is is not unfolding the way that I thought it would, um, but it's actually unfolding in such a more beautiful way. Um, today is inviting you to take a close look and to um, kind of evaluate what is a specific area for you where you're longing for answers and you have no clue. Like, think about that for a minute. What is something that you're curious about, whether it's you're waiting for an answer in a job or in a healing um, relationship, you're waiting for an answer for a college application or um, something in your spirit that would f- would bring the anxiety level down? What is it that you just wish that you had the answer for? And as you're waiting for the answer, how do you find yourself responding in those moments? Do you get anxious? Do you um, get quiet? Do you want to run and, and fill the void? <laughs> um, I've noticed for, for myself that when I don't have the answers, I, I tend to just get very frantic. And I was, I've been aware of this as um, we're in a season where we're waiting for a lot of answers. And I remember we were on a family hike one day. We were at uh, um, hiking a waterfall. And I was processing out loud with my kids. They just absolutely love that. (laughs) And I'm like, and all of a sudden in this moment came on and I realized if the journey toward a deeper intimacy with God is not having answers in circumstances, then I wonder if the crux of it is finding the answer in him. And it was like this light bulb went off like, oh my gosh, while I'm busy looking for all of these other circumstantial answers, I'm finding this deep contentment as the answer in him. And that doesn't mean that I still don't want to know. It just means that I'm I'm more okay not knowing. I'm more okay in trusting his ways are completely mysterious. I'm okay that I don't have the, the five-point plan anymore. Um, I think the most beautiful gift in suffering and awakening was um, realizing that I'm not in control, that I don't know. And it's kind of fun to be in a season to say, like, I don't know. I don't have answers. And I'm drawn to people that don't know. I'm drawn to people that don't claim to have it all together, that they're letting their vulnerability come through in being very much in process. Um, And I just can't help but wonder if when we are allow ourselves to be human, when we allow ourselves to say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this isn't connecting. I don't know why this isn't, this is matching up. Um, 
did it freeze it freeze one another up to say I don't know either um you know I find myself talking to friends and they're like how you know that you ask like the, the you start with the circumstantials right like how's the job how's this how's life and I've come to this place to say I feel so untethered to circumstances but in the in the middle of this journey I'm realizing my soul has become well and content because I know that he has the answer um and isn't that isn't that the journey that we all long for to have things falling apart and know that it's going to be okay um over the over the winter last year there was a ton of we had a, a lot of rains and I, I was walking out in the backyard one day and I looked down at our slider that led to our back patio and there was this cute little mushroom growing out of the growing inside and I was like oh this is just such a cute little mushroom and my husband's like um that is not good we do not want mushrooms growing inside and we ended up realizing there was this huge leak underneath our house and they had to strip all the floors and everything and my son, my youngest son, automatically came to me and he's like, Mom, are we going to have to move out? Because we had some friends down the street, some dear friends that they had had a water leak and had had to move out of their house for like months. I just looked at him and I said, you know what, bud? This house could burn down and we would be okay. Like We would be okay because, because God has us and he knows and he's ultimately not going to waste anything. Um and, you know, maybe I shouldn't have told my eight-year-old that a house, our house could have burned down. But but the point is that that I feel so much more thankful to not feel like I have to be in the know, that I don't have to have the answers, that when I start to find myself getting frantic, I can just get my – I can allow myself to get quiet and say, okay, God, I'm going to trust that you know, and I'm going to trust that you are using this for your glory and you will not waste any of this. And so I'd love to ask you that. That what is an area that you just long to have an answer, that you want to make sense of what's going on, that you are trying to connect the pieces and they're not coming together? Um, what is your soul need in that space of longing to know, but yet not knowing? What would that look like for you? And how can you experience maybe another vulnerable layer that he is longing to unearth in you in the unknowing? Um, I know that when I, I was at a, um, I accidentally walked into a restorative yoga class, and if you haven't been, I highly recommend it. But I walked into this restorative, restorative yoga class one day, and they had us in all these, you know, calming positions, and they, and we were going through the class, and it was one of those moments where you know you walk in and you're like, I might ugly cry, and I don't even know what, but there's stuff going on inside, and we were in a very in between unknown season with trying everything we could and nothing was working in the in the circumstantial sense and so I'm doing these postures and these downward dogs and and finally they're ending you know the class with this like lay on your back toes in the air against the wall like this little pleated toe position and all of a sudden I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna I'm gonna cry I'm gonna like shed a vulnerable layer right now like right here in restorative yoga class and in that moment, I was just, I closed my eyes and I, I just said, God, I, I feel so vulnerable. I feel so scared. Like, will you just be near? And wouldn't you know it, this blanket was laid over my body 
And I looked up and the instructor just, she had just gently laid this like woven blanket across me. And it just, um, it like broke something in me in that moment. It was like, I just freed myself up and I just let myself cry because I realized in the vulnerability, God longs to comfort us. And whether it be a blanket or a friend or a listening ear um, or somebody else saying, I, I hear you and I I don't know either, but I know who does know. And he's the answer of all the things. Um, and it was just this really beautiful, tangible experience that while I don't know, and while you have longings and questions and, and wanting to understand the full picture, um, that we are, we are given these little nuggets along the way to hold us close to our Savior and to experience his comfort when we so desperately want to be in charge and be in control. And so may I invite you to let those vulnerable layers come forth. May I invite you to even just start today practicing the phrase, I don't know, but I know he does. And see how you feel inside. See if you feel lighter. See if that brings more contentment. Um, I wonder how that'll shift your perspective to look at him as the one who has the answers instead of feeling the need to have the answers um, on our own. Uh, to continue this conversation, um, I'm so excited to invite my friend Rebecca Rebecca Stillwell. She is actually the owner of the Antique Mall who I talked about in our um, first episode here where I used to hold the pasture experience. Um, and she is going to share her just raw, beautiful story about uh, vulnerability and the humility that she is experiencing and not having the answers, but finding the answer in him. So I invite you to join and listen to that um, in the next episode. As always, thank you for taking time out of your space and your um, day to join us here at Pasture Experience Podcast. I hope that you were able to, during our time, um, just listen to yourself and experience a new nugget of how the shepherd is inviting you and meeting you. Um, and I'd love to just end our time reading Psalm 23 over you as you go about your day. May you know that he is with you regardless of what your circumstances look like. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Grace and space to you today.